Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Stopping Suicide Step by Step, a podcast where we explore the complexities of mental health through insightful conversations. Today I'm joined by special guest Tina. She's a high schooler um, and thespian from the United States and she wants to share her own story with mental health as well as her tips and advice on mental health wellness during the school year. As many students across the United States like myself and her start getting back to school. Welcome, Tina, to this back-to-school edition of Stopping Suicide Step-by-Step. Hi, and how are you doing today? Pretty good. Um, Just kind of nervous because I've never been on a podcast before, so. Of course, yeah. I mean, I feel you too. Like, when I first started this podcast, I was really nervous myself. So, yeah, so are you um, an incoming high schooler or are you in high school? I'm going into freshman year in this Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm going to freshman year after the summer's over. Oh, nice. Are you excited? Are you ready? Are you nervous? Thoughts on high school? I'm ready because I'm ready to be done with middle school, but I'm also kind of nervous because I don't really know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure so, I'll be fine. Trust me, I was nervous myself. And I mean, it all turned out fine. Uh, you meet so many new people. You're doing so many new like activities. So I'm sure it'll be really fun. Um, and I know you're really interested in uh, theater. And before we start the podcast, I just wanted to, I was just wondering kind of why did you start this hobby? And um, has it like really like helped you with your mental health? And how do you like it so far? So I started it when I was 11. And I was in this production called The Social Secretary, and it was directed by this woman named Ellen Price, and she had written the play. Um, and it was this really good mental health because there was just, like, such a supportive team on it, and that's kind of what got me into theater, like, just the really supportive environment of it. And I don't know, it's just, like, theater has such a nice energy about it, and, like, you can improve in any area that you want to. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's just like, I love it so much. It's like one of my favorite things to do in the world. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, theater sounds really fun. Personally, like, I'm not too familiar with theater, but like, hey, I mean, if it helps you and you're having fun with it, that's all that matters. So, um, yeah. So let's get started with the main topic. So today I really want to talk about Tia's mental health journey and then um, some tips and tricks she wants to kind of share with all of you guys about anxiety and mental health wellness in the school year. So... I know that you have kind of suffered from depression due to trauma and um, scoliosis and uh, how was this experience and then just for some of us who don't really know what scoliosis is, would you be able to share what it is and how it kind of affected your mental health? Yeah, so I'm just going to start with what scoliosis is because I know that not a lot of people know what it is. So most people, they have like a straight spine, right? And my spine is not straight, like, at all. <laughs> so, I have a 55-degree curve, which basically means that my curve is about to touch my organs. That's yeah. the best way to describe it. Yeah. So, I have to get, like, this surgery called the fusion surgery. If you don't know much about it, then Google it, because I can't explain it very well. Yeah. But they like drill holes into your vertebrae, and then they put rods in it to straighten it. It's 
I see. Yeah, and I mean, that sounds, that sounds really interesting. Personally, I don't really know anybody who has scoliosis except for you, and I, I wanted to ask, kind of, how did that condition affect you, you know, men mentally? Like, did it kind of create unnecessary stress or made you anxious? It was less about the stress and more about feeling like you're completely different than anyone else. Mm, yeah. And you feel so isolated yeah. and like you, no one will understand you. Yeah. That was definitely my biggest struggle with it. And that's kind of what made me fall into the depression because you have to brace before you go into surgery. Again, you don't know much about it, just Google it, because, yeah. again, I can't describe it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's perfect. I mean, I mean, yeah, that must be really hard, you know, staying, like, isolated, and, of course, like, if you're different, sometimes, you know, um, it can hurt you, and it can be, like, a source of, you know, annoyance and pain, and kind of just, like, why am I, you know, different, why is, like, why am I, why am I just not, like, everyone else in my class or in my school? So, yeah, I definitely do get what you mean, um, and... How did this kind of your, um, you know, your anxiety and stuff, how did that affect your day-to-day -day life? Did it kind of cause you not to do, you know, theater, just an activity you love? Did it affect your school, your um, uh, friends, etc.? It didn't really affect that many areas of my life. It was more just like I felt so different and isolated and just, just like a mess. But I think that the thing that affected it the most was probably school because I had to miss so many classes for all my appointments and like my x-rays and all that stuff. Especially I fell behind in math and it was like the worst thing ever because I was taking interesting. Absolutely, yeah. Because I feel like you barely ever come to the classes. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, like, once you, you know, in school, you have, like, if you get kind of caught behind by, like, a few assignments, it, it adds up so fast, and it's, like, so annoying because you're constantly then stuck behind, catching up, catching up, catching up. So definitely, yeah. And um, I, I want to ask as well, you know, like, how has your kind of recovery been? Um, I Like, not only from, like, your scoliosis, but also with your mental health. Like, have you gone to, you know, therapy? Have you maybe talked to a counselor or a, like, psychiatrist, psychologist? I talked to my counselor a lot. That's good. And I also got a therapist. That's a good idea. I had to leave her because she was so expensive. Oh, okay. But I did talk to my counselor a lot. And I Helped me because it helped me come out. It helped me come out of my shell and realize that there was like a community that also had scoliosis, and like I wasn't completely alone and the only person in the world going through it, which really helped. Absolutely, yeah. You know, like joining a community, um, you know, doing journaling, doing self care, amazing. I really, I really, really love that. Um, and then I know now one of your motivations is you want to help others who have depression and anxiety and maybe kids who have scoliosis and are going through depression and anxiety. Um, how has this experience been? Has it been, you know, rewarding and beneficial to yourself? Absolutely. Learning how 
not just to take care of yourself, but also being able to take care of others when they're going through a similar situation is just so beneficial for healing. And I recommend to anyone that's like going through like chronic illnesses or depression or anxiety or anything like that to help people that are also going through the same thing because not only does it show you that like other people have gone through the same tough spot that you've gone through, it just also shows you that like you can't get better and you're an example of that, which is just so motivating on like so many different levels. Absolutely, you know, like giving back to the community, especially like giving back to fellow scoliosis, people who are going through anxiety and depression it must be so rewarding. I absolutely agree. And, you know, I think the whole thing about advocacy is, you know, understanding what others are going through, giving empathy and compassion. I absolutely love that. That's so good. Um, and kind of as we now gear back to going back to school, I, I also wanted to kind of ask now, getting uh, into the podcast topic, how can really students maybe like yourself who have suffered through anxiety and depression prepare themselves mentally to going back to school after like a really long you know summer break because summer break it's long it can be like you know refreshing it can kind of get you into a new routine and kids might be going through anxiety and um about the upcoming school year right i definitely had a lot of anxiety coming back to middle school i think what really helped me was khan academy for some reason it was just because it helps you, like, kind of adjust back into going into, like, a learning mindset. And also just keeping in mind that pretty much everyone around you, no matter how cool they're playing it off, they're just kind of in the same boat as you. Absolutely, yeah. And they're also, like, going through anxieties and, like, a bunch of other kids. They also have mental issues. And they're going through very similar topics that, like, everyone else is. Absolutely, yeah. I definitely think, like, there's so many kids like us. And even though if, they, if they're not, like, displaying it on their face, you can, there's still a chance, you know, they're going through the same thing as you are inside. I love that. And definitely Khan Academy is really helpful. Like, trust me, when you're in high school, it's a, it's a big lifesaver when it comes to, you know, tests and um, standardized testing and stuff like that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So if a student is kind of suffering from anxiety on their first day of school, like they're in the school and they're just really anxious about um, their friends, their classes, maybe their workload, what's one tip you would give to them? To just take a second, breathe in, breathe out, calm down, and just remind yourself that everything will work out, everything's going to be okay. Just, like, give yourself a moment to take a look around and stop reeling into your mind and just look at your environment and realize how cool it is that you made it far and you never knew that you would. Absolutely. I think self-proud, like, being proud of yourself, being uh, confident in yourself is so, so important. When it comes to mental health, you know, like, changing that mindset and, like you said, taking that one, like, deep breath can, can really make a difference. Um, and I, I also wanted to uh, ask, you know, there's so many kids out there who do suffer from stress and anxiety in schools and because of the school system. Why, why do you think that is? Um, why, why do you think so many students are going through these kind of things? Because especially in America, our system is so out of date. It was made for factory workers that 
were supposed to only work in factories for the rest of their lives in like the 1800s. And like our careers and our options have expanded so much throughout the last 200 years and it's just not a good system for most people anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. No, the American school system, I think it teaches you instead of like, you know, kind of um, uh, real world skills, it teaches you more like, you know, deadlines. Um, I have to do this at a certain time, I have to do that, 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 like very, you know, like you said, factory work, kind of repetitive, manual, just like submitting stuff, uh, taking tests, filling out homework, when in reality the real world is so much different than that. It's more of, you know, your creativity, your visuality, um, definitely, yeah. And I think that because of that reason as well, you know, being under the pressure from the school system of, you know, submitting those assignments, uh, studying for those tests can definitely create, like, so much stress and anxiety. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And how can maybe students who are, you know, suffering from these things um, in schools cope with it in a healthy way? So I know you mentioned that you do journaling. Is that something you recommend to other students out there? Things work for different people. Sometimes journaling really helps, especially if you have a more creative mind. But if that's not kind of your forte, or you're not like really that creative a person, I would just recommend knowing who you are and like what you think would work for you. But definitely try journaling because I did not think it was going to work. I thought it was just going to be like this really annoying, like really weird thing to do. That's the best way I could describe it. Mm -hmm. But, like, it ended up helping me so much through my mental health. Yeah. And navigating what was going on in my mind, the deeper roots mm -hmm. of a lot of my mental health. And so journaling is really helpful for self-reflection. So if you're struggling with that, definitely give it a try. Absolutely. I love that advice. And I, I mean, same with me, because, like, I... I honestly never, like, I never have journaled, and I am not, like, <laughs> in, like, a healthy way, like, going outside or um, doing any other things you can recommend. I think that going on walks is probably another really helpful thing that helps with a lot of people. I know in my experience that going on walks or just going on a run or even working out can really help you and, like, kick up those dopamine levels a little bit. Um, stepping outside your comfort zone is also another thing that I would recommend for other people who just need a change of scenery, need some tips or whatever. But it's kind of like you need to find what works for you, so I can't really absolutely yeah i think definitely finding you know something that works for you and sticking with it consistently is really really important for a good mental health um and sticking with it yeah. is definitely the most important factor yeah like i mean if you if you don't and it can be hard i'm not gonna lie it's really hard you know doing just consistently like journaling going outside or doing anything other um self-care things that work for you and benefit you but i think if you at least you know stick with it for a few weeks I think eventually your kind of mind and brain just gets the hang of it and doesn't think of it as something, you know, difficult or hard to do. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. And I wanted to also ask, what does an ideal balance 
between like you know self-care like journaling for example with you and balancing theater like you like you're doing or schoolwork uh, look like and how can kind of a student who's struggling to find that balance achieve it like a healthy balance that I have had so much trouble with. I think that setting aside one day where you try to do all your homework, do all your like your, your responsibilities rather than self-care, and then you set that aside for one or two days, and then the next one or two days after that, then you do some work, but also you take some time to focus on yourself and do some self-care, like journaling, working out, whatever you decide to end, to end up doing, you know? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Um, I love that, you know, like setting aside one day, being productive, yeah, definitely. And I think that's, it's a lot of, um, it has a lot, of, lot to do with mindset too, if you have to make sure that like, you know, I can do this, um, and I will do this, um, and I will get through, you know, my work and, um, gets certain stuff done and that helps a lot you know with finding the balance it is it's really important i definitely agree with all the stuff you've been saying and um you know uh thank you so much for joining me today um uh with this episode and i really really appreciate you you know sharing your own experience and talking about the importance of um a healthy mindset and a healthy balance when it comes to going back to school thank you so much